Welcome to the Spirit of Money podcast with your host, Beth Ann McMerrick. Here we weave together the elements of personal finance and business with the spiritual side of your money. Bust through your financial barriers and transform your life, mind, body, spirit, and wallet. Beth Ann guides you in a unique and enlightened approach on how to clear your financial chakra pathways, tune up your money vortex system, and manifest your dreams come true. Here's your host, Beth Ann McMerrick. Welcome to Spirit of Money Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad we're here together. (laughs) Well, welcome. This is our new moon money reading for January 24th, 2020. It's the first new moon of the new year. And I'm really excited about this collective consciousness uh, reading, money reading, because you know, in business and in life, really, the the level of confidence that we have in our life and in ourselves and in our business and in our skills and in our products and services is one of the biggest factors of being successful in our business. It's It's the one thing about being successful in our life. It's the one thing that about bringing and attracting new clients, new opportunities, new things in our life is from our confidence and our vibration of confidence. And, you know, you hear all here, I'm sure you've heard it like fake it till you make it (laughs) because, you know, we don't necessarily always just roll out of bed and like, I'm 100% confident today. I mean, it, it is, it goes up and down and depending on your life situation and your growing up, You either were very much encouraged and taught and and groomed to be 100% confident in your life as you grew up, or you were not. I was one of the you're nots. I remember when years ago, right after I finished building my first home, one of the things that I remember sitting in my hot tub, I was sitting in the hot tub at the time, and I was sitting there thinking, still feeling like I hadn't done enough. I haven't created enough. I hadn't done as much as I could have done. I, this, my confidence was nothing. And I remember sitting there thinking and going over my life journey because being a single mother, being on welfare, getting off of welfare, having a great job, then living in different places. Like I lived in my first, I remember my first apartment. It was this kind of beaten up little apartment. There were roaches in the apartment. It was really gross. Just this gross little apartment that I had when I first started my adult life. Of course, I was a teenager then. And then as I grew up and got older and had my kids and just had different um, jobs and created more money for myself, I was able to rent nicer apartments. And then I rented a house and then I ended up being able to build a house to buy my first house and to build it and I remember just sitting there in the hot tub going man I've done so many great things in my life and I had just 
have brought myself up so much more within my living circumstances and what I could do for my kids, but I still was not confident in myself. I was not confident in my creativity, my abilities, just as a person. And I just was there like, I just want to be confident. What do I need to do to be confident? And that really sent me on a journey for the next several years of my life on how to maintain that confidence, build my confidence, heal and shift and move many painful things out of my body and my mind and my spirit. And now where I'm at today, I have a whole new level of confidence in myself and in my work and in my stuff that I do because of all of the experiences that we do. But I will admit, like there are still days I don't feel as confident. There's still days that I just roll out of bed thinking, what am I doing? Am I crazy? <laughs> so, and in every new experience and meeting new people and doing new things and going out of my comfort zone, it's like, where, how do I feel about myself? How do I feel about the situation? Where is my confidence level? Am I vibrating at a confidence confidence level or am I letting my own doubts and fears get in the way so for this particular new moon money reading what I wanted to focus on what I'm focusing on is how to bring in more confidence within our consciousness and in our businesses because again in order for us to be successful in our business to create the life that we want we got to have our confidence level like tip toppy shape and sometimes, like I hear it all the time too, it's like, well, I'm, I've learned all these things, but I'm afraid of that they'll find out I'm a fraud. In my last client money reading with the client, that was one of the things that she said was, you know, I'm afraid I've done, I mean, she was a, makey, a master Reiki master, had been practicing for several, several years, but didn't put herself out into the world in her business because she was afraid that they would, that people would find out that she was a fraud, that she wasn't real. So we actually did one, her session was part of building her confidence and it made me feel like this gets to be, you know, a collective consciousness reading on how do we add more confidence into our consciousness and into our businesses so that we can really make 2020 like spectacular. This is what we're going to be focusing on, on this new moon reading. So let's get ready for the new moon collective consciousness money reading for January 24th, 2020. Okay, so if this is your first time with us, 
what I'm going to be doing is um, I've actually already drew the cards. I drew the cards out just a little bit earlier where I'm recording this now under the beautiful energy of the new moon. And I've already pulled the cards. I'm pulling three cards. And what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to read these cards out loud. And then I will be turning off the recording, going back and listening to the reading of the cards. And then I'll map out on our chakra body map where the blocks are. And I'll be downloading some specific messages and information for us. So whether you're listening to this on the new moon or any time during the rest of the time that they're up that you can listen to them, because this is a collective consciousness reading, you're able to connect to this information and use it anytime for yourself. And what I'd also ask is that if you grab your money journal and then you can map out and make some notes for yourself with some things that like tweak you if you feel some things in your body, if there's some thing, memories that come up to you or some sort of information that comes to you as you're listening to this session, as you're listening to the cards, make a note of that because those will be some specific things that you're going to want to journal about more in your own work and on your own. Okay, so let's get started. The The cards that I drew are card number 36, Money Goddess card 36, Cash Flow Money Goddess from the Wallet Perspective, the Goddess card number 13, the Accounting Money Goddess from the Mind Perspective, and then Goddess card 17, the Divine Money Goddess from the Body Perspective. So right off the bat, wallet, mind, body, those are the three areas, relationship areas within ourselves that we get to focus on more in shifting our energy, shifting our financial vibration, shifting our mindset in those three relationships, which I thought was quite interesting. So if you have your own set of goddess cards, you can pull those three out and you can follow along with me or you can just pull them out and have them to review and look at uh, later. But I will have a, a picture of the front of the cards on the website at DivineMoneyMastery.com and I'll also have a picture of the chakra body map so you can go back and look at that on my website when, um, yeah, when you want. Okay, so I'm going to read the first card and remember if uh, we're moving energy around so you're going to want to breathe through this and allow the energy to move just move through you as we as you listen to the readings okay so the first card the cash flow money goddess from the wallet perspective i ask for what i want i claim myself for myself as myself i am the keeper of my own kingdom i speak my truth and my heart's desire I am strong and powerful. Goddess card 36. So on the back, financial relationship using your voice. Scarcity side, crash and burn. She nickels and dimes her life dreams away, accepting less, receiving less, and allowing herself to not be heard or seen. She silently screams in anger and resentment, expressing herself in rage and violence. Energy exchange, value, and money. Deep within you is the devotion to the natural you. Let your voice be heard with the passion you have for your life and for your creations. 
Let your desires and wishes be spoken. Speak your truth. Stand in the value of you and smile. What do you want? Healing energy, water, money action. Show your inner strength and have the courage to stand your ground. Allow beauty and love to saturate all situations and relationships. Claim your financial value and voice it. Every penny counts, every moment counts, every one counts. Goddess card 36. And breathe. Oh, I love that card. Okay, I'm going to read the next one. The Accounting Money Goddess Mind. My personal life path is my financial gift. I acknowledge the gifts of my life path as a source of pure inspiration. It is a divine source to draw from to build my financial well-being, to strengthen my convictions, and to bring my inspirations to reality. And breathe. And on the back. Emotional relationship. Monetize your life path. Scarcity side. Avoiding. She avoids the truth of her path, denies its existence, or use it as a way to stay a victim, denying her own accountability in creating her life path. She only sees the weeds, not the fruit. Energy exchange. Beliefs, emotions, and thoughts. Your beliefs about your life can propel you into your financial dream or keep you stuck. It is possible to use the lessons of your life pain to assist others in creating healing for their lives. Monetize your life lessons to heal. Healing energy, fire. Money action. Your life path is a collection of lessons for your financial availability. Be grateful and accountable for every step. Learn from and apply the gift of each experience. Build your desired financial life from the essence of your life journey. Steadily and persistently move forward with your actions. Create your heaven on earth. Goddess card 13. And breathe. Now I might even get a bail. Use of a bell is a good way to disrupt and release energy as it's flowing to um, and to bring in a little joy into it because these cards hit home, I'm telling you. Okay, I'm going to read the last one. Divine Money Goddess Body. Goddess card 17. Divine Physical Body. I am the physical manifestation manifestation of my divine spirit. I am a goddess walking the earth. I choose love. I choose life. I choose divine financial wealth. And on the back, physical relationship, divine love, scarcity side, depression. She loathes her physical self, ashamed of her existence. She hides her true essence, expelling it to the darkness. Dwelling in sadness, she sees only the differences and maintains a disconnection to life and love. Breathe that one. Whew. 
energy exchange, movement, and growth. Your beliefs may not even be your own. Some are generationally inherited. These beliefs may be getting in the way of seeing the truth of yourself and others. Divine love is total unconditional acceptance and the honoring of each individual as an equal, regardless of their life choices, physical appearance, or income level. You are divinely loved. Healing Energy Earth Money Action What beliefs get to be questioned and possibly changed? Question the standard. Question the usual. Have the courage to be imperfectly perfect. Persistently pursue your dreams. Lovingly accept your body, mind, spirit, and wallet. Allow for financial abundance. Goddess card 17. And breathe. Whew. Okay. Well, there's some good stuff there. Uh, I can't wait to do this uh, chakra body map because I felt a couple of those right off the bat, especially on that last card, ashamed of her existence. Like that went right down the back, this right down the spine. It hit right down the spine like, Ooh, yeah, because <laughs> I know for myself, like I grew up with a lot of shame around my growing up in my childhood and my family and so that's taken a lot for me to heal and shift within myself and come to understand so that's gonna be a good a good one okay well so I am going to stop this recording now listen to it map out the chakra body map and then I'll be right back for you it'll be a moment in time I'll be right back Okay, that moment is over. I'm back. So that was really interesting. The first card, the Cashflow Money Goddess Wallet, yeah, it hit all over the place. It First of all, what hit was using your voice, which hits right along the brow chakra, as well as I claim myself and I speak my truth. So a lot of times we think, oh, we're using our voice, we're speaking up, but it's, we're not, we get to speak up more. We get to use our voice, speak our truth even more than what we've been doing. There's several things that hit uh, with all of them, uh, uh, specifically around trusting our essence and our beliefs in who we are. And, you know, it goes back to, this place of where we've been told, sit down and shut up. Do what I say. Listen to this. This is how it's supposed to be. This is what life is all about. And even this one where the general, general I can't even say the word, generationally inherited in the last card hits again down the back of our spine, which is telling us that we have been so conditioned for so long, for so many generations about what are lim- what we're limited at, what we should be believing, what we should be, how we should be raising our children, how we should have our values, what's good and what's bad. You know, I mean, we've gone to war 
in many places at many times over certain specific beliefs that don't serve us, that aren't, that really don't represent who we truly are. So finding out the truth of who you are at your very core level is what's going to be the most important part of this, that it's time to really speak up and use your voice even more, not to be afraid of what you have to say and how you say it. You know, I think one of the things that surprised me the most, because I've been working on a book for a couple of years now, three, four, five, six years now. (laughs) It's a process, I'm telling you. But the first time I wrote the first draft, I gave it to my mother because I was like, okay, I'm going to, I wanted to teach people more about money and talk to them about money and how to um, manage money and do things with money. But my mom read the first draft of my first book and she said, well, it's, it's a really nice math book. (laughs) I'll never forget that. And just the look in her eyes, like, well, it's a really good math book. And it's like, who wants to read a math book? You know, no. And so I hired and have been working with a writing coach and my writing coach is like, you know, we need to hear stories about you. We need to hear about you. We need to hear stories about you and how this is information, how it's related to my life and how it's related to the money and how it's related to all these kinds of things. And I'm telling you, even still just now to this day, it's like, I really get how important it is for us to share our story. And that's what this whole second card was about, monetizing your life path. And using our voice, not being ashamed of sharing our story, talking about the lessons that we've learned. And I mean, we're going to be loved and accepted no matter what. And that's one of the things that came down in one of these, in one of the downloads was, no matter what we say, speak our truth, we will be loved and accepted, always trusting your thoughts and intuition. Because there's that level of authenticity that people are looking for. We're done with the, you know, fancy sales thing. Everybody, I mean, already gets landing pages, sales pages, you know, commercials, the cheesy commercials, the people are get that already. And what people are looking for is the true authentic you and we have been shut down for so long as individuals and as beings into not being who we are we've been put into a box we've been told you know follow this straight line eat when I tell you to eat go to the bathroom when I tell you to go to the bathroom Go to school when I tell you to go to school. Go to work when I tell you to go to work. That these are all the things that you have to do in order to be a perfect person. But we can never, ever, 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 ever meet the expectations and the perfection levels that everybody has put out for us or that are in our lives. And we just get to find our own truth for who we are and go back to just sharing everything about us what is your story? What is your journey? What is the life path that you have been on that you can teach and share with other people? The things that you've learned. Because it's, if it's taken you 10 years to learn something, and if you can teach somebody how to shift their life within just a couple of months, rather than taking 10 years to learn the lesson, 
think of what an advantage that is for those people that they're learning these lessons, these things much quicker, much faster, and being able to change and shift and and improve their life at so many levels. And this is why it's so important for us to go back and look at our life path and look at our journey. Look at those little stories. I mean, I know if you're a parent, like I've been a parent, like we tell our kids the stories of our growing up. They're like, well, when I was a little kid, you know, I mean, like (laughs) when I was a kid, you know, I had to walk, what was it, like three or four miles every day in the morning and in the evening to come back to, to come home from school. It wasn't uphill every, every way, but it was a long walk and we had lots of snow and I had snow up to my way past my kneecaps. <laughs> and, you know, I remember telling my kids that story like, yeah, I used to have to walk all this way and everything, especially when they would complain about having to walk a certain amount of distance to get to school or to do something. So, we're already telling and sharing these stories with our children and now it's time to start sharing them with everybody else. It's time to start thinking about these stories about your life because that's what they want to hear. Now the book I'm writing and even in my articles and everything that I'm doing, even starting this podcast, I started it with telling and sharing a story about my life and it makes it relatable with other people. And so it creates a connection, it creates a relationship, and it creates a level of trust because when they can see, when people can see that that you're relatable, that you're human, that you, that, well, that we have something in common, that I can um, relate to the situation that they're in, then the likelihood of them wanting to be in business with you or business with me or business with us is a lot more likely because they're like, hey, yeah, this person is real. She's relatable. She understands what I've been through, what I'm going through. And they want to work with real people, not fake people. So use more of your voice. If you're using your voice a little bit and speaking up a little bit, it's time to speak up even more. It's time to really speak your truth and claim who you are. The other thing that hit was, especially in our stomach, right between the solar plexus and the sacral chakra, was ask for what I want. And this is so important. And also ask for what I want hits along the spine. There was a couple that hit along the spine. But asking for what I want is so important. Because what you want, you know, there's this big debate. Everybody out there is like, well, using the word want means have a level of, is a level of scarcity mind for us to say I want. So they try to come up with some other words to use, like to create, to whatever. But that all still means what you want. I mean, even creating a goal, like my goal is, is still my want is this goal it it's still there. So create whatever that means for you. It does not necessarily have to mean that it's a scarcity, low vibration. Because if you don't know what you want, you can't create it. I mean, when a ship goes out on the ocean, they want to get from point A to point B. 
That's what they want. From They want to get to point A, from point A to point B. So what do they have in between? They have a map, and this map shows them how to get somewhere. I mean, we use it on our phone, I'm sure, almost daily with our GPS. Like, I want to get to this address. So we put in the address on our GPS, and it gives us a little map on, on how to get to where we want to be. So ask for what you want. Put in your order. Map it out. Write it down. What do you want every day? What do you want every year? What do you want this year? What do you want each month? What do you want each week? What do you want each day, even in the morning? Like, I want to have a great day today. Okay, order it up. I mean, we can't go to the drive-in and, you know, just say, just give me something for me to eat. No, they say, how can I help you? What would you like today? Same thing. What do you want today? And you order your food. So it is so important for you to map it out. Map out what you want in your life. And you can write down what you want, you know, during this year, what you want from five years from now, what you want 10 years from now. And it doesn't have to just be material things. Like I shared at the very beginning of the podcast, which was, I wanted to feel more confident. And so the universe has given me plenty of opportunities to learn about my confidence. And even more so, like, I, and I can, I mean, if I put it on a little measuring tape, I could totally measure it, like, each year and as through different experiences, like, my, my level of confidence has gone from, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 to 100% confident. And uh, especially over this last year, because this last year, one of the things that happened is I have an online program, um, an accounting money mastery program online. And I worked with my assistant this year and we created and did transcripts for all of my videos, all of the, all of the webinars and all of the pieces of it. We did transcripts. And so I've had to go back again and go through each one of them, just like fine tune word by word. It surprised me when I was done with it, when I was done with the transcripts, because I thought, before I thought, oh, I think I missed something. I might have missed something. And I just didn't feel like I had everything in the program that needed to be there. And I wasn't sure, like, did I, was it helpful or was it not helpful? Is it going to work? Is it not going to work for people? So my confidence was kind of low when it came to that program. I knew I could teach it, but I didn't know if I if the program was what it needed to be. But after going through this experience this last year with my assistant in creating these transcripts, my confidence level went up to 100 because I realized like, wow, I did have everything into it. I had more in it than I thought I had in it. I did answer the certain questions that I thought did I have those questions or did I have those answers in the training? Did I cover certain things? Is it helpful? And because my assistant is not a money person, she does other things. And so for her, it was a new experience to go through all of these programs and all of these videos and trainings. And she just was like blown away. She's just like, oh my gosh, I'm just so excited just to do my money stuff now. She's like, I, this like having this understanding of what's going on with the money and the spiritual side of it and why doing it what how it supports the her money relationship 
And hearing these things and hearing the stuff that I had talked about in the training just got her super excited about doing the money and managing her money. And I remember, and I just kind of chuckled at her. I thought it was really cute. She said that, so one of the concepts that I talk about is having a money date. And that's a date that you put into your book and into your calendar of the days that you're actually going to take care of your money. You're going to post all your income, post your expenses, you know, balance your accounting, you know, go through the banking, that kind of stuff, pay your bills. And I call it your money date. And so she said to me, she basically went out of town for a little while and then came back home and she's just like, oh, I'm just bummed because I didn't get to do my money dates for the last couple of weeks. <laughs> and I just thought it was so cute and adorable because she was, it, it just shows how excited she was about doing her money stuff. And that is the whole intention of everything that I do in my work because when we pay attention to our money, we pay attention to our numbers, we create more because we show that there's a care and a relationship for our money and so our money wants to show up for us. If we show up for our money, our money will show up for us. Going through that experience helped me raise my own confidence in the products, in my services, in the things that I'm doing, in my own work. But if you're, if, if I didn't talk about it, if I didn't share about it, if I didn't teach about it, and if I didn't allow people to, to purchase it, I wouldn't have ever gotten this feedback. I would have never known if what I believed and what I thought and what I worked on was even any, was valuable. And having that valuable, having that proof from another person really adds to the level of confidence. So that's why, again, it's so important for you to speak your truth because you have a whole new idea about something. And especially if you're a spiritualist, if you're working in the woo-woo community, it goes, it kind of, for a long time, it was, it's been demonized and, you know, as witchcraft and evil. And I mean, even my goddess cards, you know, they've been, some people are like, oh no, I can't touch them because they're evil, but they're not evil. They're divine, beautiful energy being cards that support us. And what you have to say as a spiritualist, as a healer, as a, any kind of guru-y of any kind of anything is beautiful. We're not always going to make everybody happy. In fact, there'll probably be somebody, well, I can guarantee there'll be somebody who's not going to agree with you. And that's okay if they don't agree with you because that's about rattling the cages a little bit. You can't, we can't break out of the box that we've been put into without rattling the cage a little bit. It's so important for us to speak our truth. Speak your truth. Speak that, what coming from your heart and from your mind and from your spirit and from your total essence of, of what is true for you and share that message. There's a reason you're getting that message and there's a reason why you went through your life journey that you did because it was like your, it, your life journey was like a, is like a, the school of earth, earth school <laughs> that you can teach from, that you can share with, that you can help other people, that you can build a business around. So 
monetizing your life lesson and expressing yourself, those two things hit in our knee. And then I am strong and powerful hits in the other knee. And our knee is about moving forward and our fear of moving forward. And it's, again, we have to move forward. Otherwise, you're going to be stuck. If you're going to be stuck in one spot, you're going to stay there. So unless you decide to move yourself forward, to you monetize your life path, that you allow yourself to be strong and powerful, you're going to stay stuck. So it's important for you to allow yourself to move forward, to go and express and speak and talk like I'm doing now, talking. <laughs> so I'm going to read the messages that I downloaded. The first one from the from the goddess card, from the cash flow money goddess wallet, the message that came through was, goddess, what do you want? Write it down. Map it out. Don't waste your time on the little things. Your time, energy, are, and energy are the most precious. Speak your truth. You will be loved and accepted always. Trust your thoughts and intuition. And that, um, don't waste your time on the little things. That came up with the she nickels and dimes her life away. And that that nickel and diming her life away is about, the, there's a couple of things. And that's one thing about money is that it is just a deeper reflection of everything else that's going in our going out in our life. So the nickeling and diming her life dreams away originally that part that part of it was about you know you go shopping, you go to Target, you go somewhere, you go Walmart, wherever you go shopping at and you see these little things that are 2.99 or 1.99 or 5.99, you know, and they they actually have it up by the cash wrap, by the cash registers. You'll see they've got racks and racks of racks of little doodaddy things, magazines, candy bars, lighters. I'm just trying to think little lippy gloss things. Sometimes they'll have those stupid little plushy animal things. Those are the nickel and diming crap that we just don't need. And so, so you're trying to save something like you want to go on a, a nice family vacation but instead you keep buying the $2.99, $2.99, $4.99, $3.99, Like that's the nickel and diming your life away. Nickel and diming your dreams away. The dream of going on this beautiful vacation. So it's learning to say no to those nickel and dime things. To add to that in this particular reading, don't waste your time on the little things is how many times are you on Facebook? How many times? I know I am. I I know I got business stuff and so I, I'm on Facebook because of business stuff too. But I do find myself going, oh, let me scroll again. Let me look again. And I, I, I'm guilty. I know it. I've done it way too many times. Scrolling on Facebook, scrolling on Instagram, looking at the messages, seeing what the group things have said. Just for, just, you know, for a couple of minutes. But those couple of minutes... If you did it like 7, 8, 10, 20, 40 times a day, waste so much of our time. And so putting down the phone, putting away, shutting down Facebook, what what are the other little time wasters that, that you see yourself doing? Think about that, that you could be utilizing that time to do something even more important towards creating 
the products or services that you want to create towards writing your own book to creating your own set of cards to you know calling maybe it's you need to be calling a client and that's another thing you know what is it that your your actions your intuition is telling you to do that you're avoiding and instead of following in and doing those things you revert back and we revert back to wasting some time on things that don't mean anything so that don't waste your time on the little things your time and energy are the most precious i think that's enough said on that speaking your truth and your intuition and we talked a lot about that so the message that got that i downloaded with the second card the accounting money goddess mind card and i'll read this my life path is a beautiful experience the pain was a lesson of learning for you a gift use these lessons as one to share and teach others bring love to every situation and watch the flowers bloom abundance follows love and gratitude and oh it's so true like love and gratitude is the highest vibration there is and there the pain in our life there's finding the pain finding the divinity in the darkness is what i call it is what i say it's finding that light in the darkest things of your life that has been the most painful in your life and what are the beautiful lessons that you can learn from those painful lessons what is it the where can you bring gratitude and love to them one of the things i thought of the other day about debt i was talking to a client the other day and she was talking about she's like my my ship is going down you know i got this amount of money in debt for student loan debt i got this much money for my car payment i got this much money for my medical bills i got this much money for a credit card and i thought wow look at how the universe has supported you student loan means you got education the car payment means you have transportation the credit card debt means you've got cared for and taken care of by the universe for your personal needs whatever that was the medical bills means you have had medical service you're alive you're healed yahoo and so turning that negative energy towards her debt because we're being conditioned again get out of debt get out of debt debt is bad you're a bad person for having debt well every stinking person in every country every city every state has debt every business i would say probably 95 at least 90% of the entire world population in business cities states countries are in debt the reason we're getting hammered by the rest of the world about not being in debt is because it's another way to continue with the fear minding scarcity mindset patterns of beliefs and systems that are out there to keep us small to keep us in poverty. So instead of looking at the debt as something that's negative, how can you shift that to something that you're grateful for? And like, I'm so glad. I mean, I have student loan debt too. I'm still paying some student loan debt. But what that meant is I got some education. And how awesome it is that I had the opportunity for education. I mean, my mother did not have an opportunity for education. She did. She went to school. but her education was completely limited now her mother did not have an opportunity for education because she was even more programmed into what her life was supposed to be 
So now, these days now, we can learn anything that we want. There are some countries where there's girls that don't get any education. The boys, they don't get any education at all. They're made to go right to work as young children to help support the family. So the fact that we have the opportunity to have some schooling, to get some education is fantastic. It's something to be excited about, to be grateful for. So how can you turn some of that debt, turn the debt into love and gratitude? And that's what it means, bringing love to every situation, right? Bringing love to every situation. How can you turn those negative things that have happened in your life, those things that you weren't too thrilled about, into something beautiful? Just this last year, in fact, well, yeah, so in 2019, I guess it was probably around February or March of 2019, I have this tree in my backyard and there was a snowstorm and it was super wet and the tree branch basically fell on my truck and like smushed it, smashed it pretty badly. (laughs) I mean, pretty badly. I basically couldn't drive it or use it because the whole top of the, the truck was dented in, the windshield was busted up. And so I had to taken into the shop to get done and it took about six to eight weeks before they finally got it done but the good news was yeah uh, you know what actually ended up happening by time my the landlord and paid for part of the deductible the it took longer for it to actually get repaired than it was supposed to and so the the people that were fixing it paid for my rental car and then I ended up getting a new windshield and before I had had this done I had nicks in my you know rock chips in the windshield and basically I ended up getting a brand new windshield and having a brand new rearview mirror because the rearview mirror has the north south east west thing in it and it that was broken so Yeah, it took eight weeks and I was without it, but I had a zippy fun little car that I got to rent and I got a brand new windshield and a new thing for out of my pocket cost me less to have it repaired had I just gone other than had I just gone in and had them replace the windshield. If I would have just went and had a new windshield replaced, it would have cost a lot more than a hundred bucks. And the other good news part of it was I wasn't in the truck when it happened because I had gotten a thought, oh, I should probably go move my truck. But then I thought, no, it'll be just fine. And then like two minutes later, boom, it this big old branch busted up my, my truck. So if I had gone out and moved the truck, I would have probably gotten hurt physically as well. So Bring love to every situation. I was thrilled. I got a brand new windshield with no stinking rock chips <laughs> in it out of that whole thing and had a great experience with the person who fixed my truck. And, you know, there's finding love and gratitude in every situation. And then watch the flowers bloom because it brings you to a whole nother level of vibration. Um, the last card was the Divine Money Goddess Body. And I'm going to read the message that was downloaded. I choose love and I choose life. I choose divine financial wealth. You are a divine being having a divine experience. 
You are the essence of pure love and light. Be that and trust in who you are, truly are. Find your own truth of who you are. Question the standard beliefs. Question the usual beliefs. The choose divine financial wealth. We get to choose it. We say we want to be rich or we want to have a bunch of money, but we have to choose it. And when we choose it means we're also choosing the action that comes along with it. So if we're getting this information and this intuition of doing certain things, calling clients, starting a business, doing something, going left, going left and going right, starting your own podcast, writing your book, writing an article, whatever it is that you're getting prompted to do, using your voice more, but choosing that wealth, choosing the divine financial wealth, because what it really means in business, when you allow somebody to pay you for the work that you're doing, for the service that you're providing, what's really happening is that person is saying yes to themselves. They're saying, yes, I'm worth investing in. I'm worth paying for your services because I care about me and my future. So I'm worth paying for your products or your services. So the divine financial wealth means that you're giving a beautiful love and support to somebody else that is changing their life. And that's a beautiful gift. We can't deny people that gift of love and support and prosperity and experience. Like, we can't deny them that. And if we can make that, rather instead of it be 10 years to learn how to do something and we could just make it within a couple of months that they learned something that took us 10 years to learn. Isn't that a beautiful thing? I mean, that's just so precious because their whole life can change because of that. And how long it takes them to to change their life or to do something different in their life. Um, Even I I want to say even like computer work, right? Even if you're a computer person out there who's programming computers and you think, oh, my, my work doesn't have any help for anybody. Are you kidding me? Even so, if you're a computer programmer or you do computer things, like having somebody like to relieve that stress and pressure of the technology, to know that there's somebody they can trust to help them with their computers, to get their computer stuff straight, to have their emails working properly, to have their website working properly so that they can create money for themselves and their family or so that they can not worry about it so that it doesn't comes up faster, it works better, it saves time for them. Yes, even computer programmers have a divine purpose in the work that you're doing. There's a divine purpose in everything that you're doing, no matter what area of business or work that you do. There's a divine, beautiful purpose for that. Bring love to that. How is it supporting and loving other people? And so that's the divine financial wealth. It doesn't just mean that you're making a bunch of money and it's so exciting and it's just beautiful, but it also means that there's this exchange of how it is loving and supporting the person that's paying you the money. And we get to allow that love, allow more love in our life. And that's, that was one of the things that it said in this particular card, a disconnection to love and life, to life and love a disconnection to life and love. 
And so part of that about allowing yourself to receive money is also about receiving love because what that does is that is a love energy that they have for themselves, for the work that they want to do with you. And so by allowing them to pay you is a way for them to love themselves. And that is so, is so precious and so beautiful. You are a divine being having a divine experience. You are the essence of pure light and love. And that's another thing. You are your deep, deep energy within you, the natural you, is so loved and will always be accepted. Maybe not 100% by everybody around you, but it doesn't matter. You get to just love and accept yourself. And those people that love and accept you will be there around you all of the time. So know that the essence of you is pure love and light. And being that, trusting in who you truly are. And I think one of the most important things is questioning the standard beliefs. Questioning the usual beliefs. Because of the programming that we've had for generation after generation after generation there have been beliefs and that you know have been repeated from one generation to the next generation to the next generation what are those beliefs that just don't work for you what are the beliefs that just makes you sick to your stomach and go oh i just want to throw up because of that like women can't do money oh that just makes me want to puke. Women should not be discussing money. That was a belief that, you know, women don't have a, a mind for money. That's something that has been programmed into us for eons, eons and eons and eons. But it's something that now we're realizing, heck, you know, women are pretty dang smart. And it hasn't even been a hundred years now since women have actually been able to have their own account, their own bank accounts. So, that belief around women's ability to make money, manage money, create money, understand money, understand numbers is a bunch of BS. Makes me sick to my stomach. So what are those beliefs? Even things about yourself personally, like you're not smart enough, you're not good enough. People will find out you're a fraud. That belief is a bunch of bohokey boo-ha-ha. Yuck. So if that's a belief that you don't want, what is it that you want? So replace it with the want with the belief that you do want. Okay. I want I don't I don't want to feel like I I don't believe the belief that I wasn't good enough. I don't believe the belief that I wasn't worthy. I think that's the biggest one that I experienced was I wasn't worthy because of my religious upbringing. There were all these standards and all these things that I had to do in order to be worthy to go to the kingdom of heaven. <laughs> Blech. That's blocky. Because heaven is here on earth and I'm creating my own heaven. In fact, that's one of the things I did actually I when I left the religion. I just decided that my home was the church of Beth Ann. And that's what it is because I want that love and acceptance, unconditional love and acceptance and openness and belonging and, and non-judgmental to be in my home every single day, not just on Sundays when I went to church. It was in my home every day. And so it became, my home became the Church of Beth Ann and that's kind of how I held it. And if I were to go by the standards of 
what what some religions would say, they would say I wasn't worthy to do certain things or participate in certain things. And I say, belonky. That doesn't work for me. I don't believe that anymore. I have my own beliefs. I create my own energy, my own values. I know who I am at my heart is a divine, beautiful, big-hearted person. God's going to love me no matter what. So what are those standards? What are those beliefs that are not working for you, that just make you sick to your stomach, that make you feel less than a person, make you feel less than this pure love and divine essence. Those are the beliefs to get out of your life. Those are the beliefs to to completely dispel. And so I would definitely suggest taking some time and writing them out, journaling them out, really focusing on them and, and releasing them and then rewriting that belief of what you want to believe about yourself, what you want to believe about the world, what do you want to believe about other people, and just keep going from there. And you might have to cry a little bit, you might have to release some anger a little bit, do whatever you got to do to get it out of your body so that you can get back into this space of, I am a divine, pure love and light, bottom line. Okay, well that was a lot. Just know that you're perfect and everything that you've been through through your life is perfect. It's meant to set you up for for what you decided you wanted to do on this planet before you even came here. I mean, that's the whole thing about want is we decided we wanted to do certain things on this life and in this life and we came here to do it. In fact, we talk a lot about the guardians and angels and 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 guides that are with us, but when when we this my truth for me and this is my belief and maybe and if this works for you you can take this belief too and that is at one point there was a whole group of angels and the angels we were all gathered together and we were looking down on the earth and we were like whoa look at this particular problem this problem needs to be solved okay out of this whole group of angels, who's going to do it? And we human, the ones that are human now, we raised our hand and we said, I'll do it, I'll do it. And we came to this earth to solve this particular problem. And our angelic family and all the guides and everything are there supporting us. And that is what makes us the strongest angel of that group. We are the most powerful, strongest angel of that particular group angel group and guardian group because we said we knew the earth life was going to be a pain (laughs) but we are strong enough and we're going to do it so know that you are the strongest angel that your guides and angels that are with you now are there supporting you but you were the strongest of that group and chose to come to this earth to create the healing and the work and whatever it is that you do in your life to create that experience that you have in your life and to support the people that you support through the work that you do and whatever work it is that you do, you're creating a beautiful divine connection through that work that you do, through who you connect with as you connect with them and how you share your light and love with them at every level. So know that you are a beautiful divine angel, pure essence of love and light, 
and you have nothing to be ashamed about. You have nothing to fear. You have nothing to feel regretful of or ashamed of. Just know that you're perfect and loved at every level. Whew. Okay. All right. I am so grateful for you. I'm so grateful for the work that you do in this world. And I'm so excited about the, the new light and love that we can create on this planet and shift the pain, shift the poverty mindset, shift the pain in our lives, in our children's lives, and in the lives of the people around us. It's just so important that we truly step up and use our voice for what we get to do so that people can change their lives so that we can change the whole energy and atmosphere of the people in our planet and, and everything that's going on here and create more peace and love and light. So I'm so grateful for you and the work that you do. And I'm so excited to see what you create. Again, you can go to my website, divinemoneymastery.com, and you can see the pictures of the goddess cards and the chakra body map. And I'll be posting the messages that got downloaded there, uh, that I downloaded as well on there, so you can review that. Please leave a comment, question if you have any. Uh, contact me if you have any questions or if you'd like to have a session, a money session just on your own. You will need a set of the goddess cards so you can get those there on my website as well. And we can just do a one-on-one -on -one session. I would love to support you even further and going deeper into that unconscious beliefs and those more specific things for you that are getting in the way of your creating your abundance that are stopping you from really claiming yourself and using your voice. So, uh, I love you, my money peeps. Thank you so much for tuning in. Our next new moon podcast will be on February 23rd. And uh, I can't wait to talk to you. Until then, peace in. Thank you for listening to the Spirit of Money podcast. Are you ready to transform your money life? Imagine making money that nourishes your body and soul. Visit DivineMoneyMastery.com for more information about products and services created to empower your money life and to contact Beth Ann via email, Facebook, and Instagram. Sign up to receive a complimentary ebook written by Beth Ann. Five Steps to Money Peace of Mind Quick Guide. Discover the spiritual side of your money to increase your abundance and divine financial wealth. Join us next time on the Spirit of Money podcast.